You're listening to the Smash Bros. Cast, episode 77. I'm your host, N64 Josh. My co-host and sparring partner is Nightcrawler. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? It is going well. It is going well. We have a we have a guest tonight, Rango. What's going on, buddy? Hey, um, just having a pretty good night. All right. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Well, hey, guys, before we get started here, if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash SBC. Pick up something awesome like Blood, Sweat and Pixels. The gaming chair I'm sitting in is from OP Seat. Go to n64josh.com slash OP Seat to automatically save $10 at checkout. With that, we're going to jump to the announcements. All right. Well, I still got to figure out the dates. I don't have the dates yet, but we will be doing us. We will be doing a smash tournament in May. It's I'm going to say let's push towards the end of May. That's going to be the best bet because I'm not sure which days I'm completely here, completely gone, that kind of stuff. So we will push executive decision made. Yeah, we're going to we're going to push it out. It'll be probably like week three or four that we'll do. We'll do the tournament. So that will that will take care of that. And uh, I'll get the well. Either the probably the 18th is better because the 25th is Memorial Day weekend. The probably the 18th. I th- I think I'm back. I think I'm back. So I just got to double check. So we will know for sure uh, by the next show. I will make sure that I have uh, have it in the notes here. So um, other than that, there's not really any major announcements on our end, right, Crawler? Nothing. Anything you could think of? You're getting a new computer, so you can start streaming. That's kind of an announcement. Yeah, I slept. <laughs> I slept through my computer arriving today because I have to sign for it. So I'll, I'll be picking it up tomorrow on my way home from work. But I'm a little upset because uh, this computer is like maxing the CPU out for the show. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So um, I think Rango had something he wanted to say to a, a professor. Maybe is that correct? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Professor Balducci, my communications professor. I'm doing the podcast, so I hope you enjoy watching it. <laughs> awesome. Very good. Very and good. you, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's get on over to the tournament news. All right. Crawler, why don't you go ahead and take this away for us? All right, so this is uh, kind of a who's who, really, in the top eight. So we'll start. Uh, we'll start at the bottom. Uh, so tied for seventh was uh, MK Leo and MVD. And this is for Pound twenty nineteen. Yes, sorry, this was for Pound at, uh, in Maryland this past weekend. Uh, they had both ultimate and melee. So this is the uh, ultimate results. So MK Leo and MVD tied for seventh. Uh, DeBuzz and Salem uh, tied for fifth. Uh, Sam Sora took fourth. Mars took third. Mars has been kind of on a tear lately. Just top three, top three, winning top three. Like he's just been going. Yeah. Um, Myron, <clears throat> friend of the show, was on a couple, what, two months, that month, month and a half ago or so. I believe so. Uh, Myron takes, took second, uh, losing to Ally, who did not lose. He didn't lose. No, he did not. Did you see the finish <laughs> by chance? The I did not. The, the... I was I was trying to watch it and I just was busy on it was because that was yesterday. That was during Easter, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just went back and watched some highlights and uh, the ally special with the uh, with snake. It just like you could just see the defeat in in poor Myron's eyes. I, I saw I saw some stuff on on Twitter that was like 
uh, nerfs that everyone should be okay with. And it was kind of a laundry list. And it was like, Nikita should die when you attack it the first time. And I think oh, I MVD see. responded. I don't know who it was that tweeted it out, but MVD had responded. He's like, I'd be okay with that. Because M- like Nikita just, there's some stupid stuff that you can see. Like, I think one of uh, MVD's kills came from like a Nikita he shot like 15 seconds prior and went straight up. And then they fought, and then somebody just happened to be in the way of Nikita when it came back down and fell, and just oh. that's what ended it. Gotcha. But, gotcha. And then, so you got melee results too. Uh, let me click on it, and load it up here. We got uh, a little bit of a little bit of drama with the uh, with the melee stuff as well. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunate. Well, we know Hungry Box took. Um, it was Mango and Hungry Box. In, in yeah, so grand top, finals. I got top eight here. So we got uh, tied for seventh was Axe and Chudat. Uh, tied for fifth was Sfat and uh, S2J. Uh, fourth was Zane. Uh, Plup was third. Mango took second, and Hungrybox won it. And do you want to talk about a little bit what happened right after he beat Mango? Uh, so he, I mean. You know, match was over every like some of the tweets and things that I saw. People were like, wow, this is like this is like 2006, you know, 2000. Like, whatever. This was like, you know, this was in the past. Like this was like blast from the past. And somebody chucks like a plastic crab up on the stage, which I know it, like it was it was Maryland. It could have been a real crab. <laughs> well, maybe it was. I assume plastic. But yeah, anyway, it almost hit. Hunger box right in the face. That that dude just gets so much hate, you know, and it's just, it's yeah. really, it's really, it's really unfortunate. Like I understand people are frustrated by, by his play style and by, you know, and, and whatever, but he's still, I mean, he's still winning, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I don't know. And he, he wasn't as, he's not as campy as that, that one match that took place two weeks ago. Like that was a different, that was a different puff player, but what he, he did lose a match. Yep. Right. I didn't, he fight. I mean, he, he fought back up through losers. I believe like, uh, uh, he lost, he lost to mango. So, so yeah, and he won 11. So yeah, he probably did a reset and then I don't have the bracket actually up to look and see, but yeah, he lost to mango. So either, Either they reset brands, but the, his his game count kind of tells me because he played twelve matches and Mango played ten. So yeah, Hungrybox had to come through losers. I think he had to do five through losers. I think is what is what happened. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's just a lot of the like I said, a lot of the different tweets, a lot of things I was seeing was just kind of like like come on, come on, melee, like this is not a good look for you. You know what I mean? And it, and, it, and it really isn't. Uh, Rango, what do you think? What do you think about the uh, all this stuff? So I wasn't really following. Um, I saw it all on my Twitter. Uh, all this talk about a crab. And, you know, at first, I was, my reaction was the same as everybody else's. It was incredibly hard to believe that anybody would just throw a crab. I just thought that was ridiculous. I always felt that, you know, the Smash community was held to higher standards at the same time you can't help but see a little bit of humor in that i mean it's a crab first of all who's going to chuck a crab at the top melee player like you know 
it, it kind of harkens back to the days when I watched like WCW, for instance. And at the end of each show, people would be like lobbing food and trash into the ring. And of course, you know, there's rules against that. You can't do that. So there's good reason to protect the safety of the players. So I admit, I think the most, the, the biggest uh, takeaway from it for me is like, it's ridiculous. It's it's you know harmful intent. He tried to hit hunger box in the face. That's you know definitely a cowardly act. But at the same time, it's just ridiculous. It happens I, for whatever yeah. reason. People are crazy. I did see the to post today today or yes, I don't know if it was yesterday or today, but that the culprit was found and he is banned from all all local activity, like any any future activities that that to runs or probably that whole region maybe runs oh yeah, oh, yeah. uh pretty sure Bailey from ceo banned him as well said like anybody that does something like that is going to get banned completely forever yeah yeah it was the some of the responses i saw were like hey let me know who this was he won't be coming to yeah good uh, luck going to a super major you're not going <laughs> you're not going to smash the splash you're not going to frostbite you're not going to no smash con momo con yeah no i got no sympathy for that guy yeah it's just it's just unfortunate i just i mean I I think it's I think it's great that that game is still going this many years later. Uh, you know, uh, the the weird drama between the ultimate melee, that kind of stuff. At least it's it seemed to kind of died down a little bit. But like, man, for what we experienced firsthand at Genesis, just with with people, you know, screaming like F hungry box or whatever they were saying, you know, like it was just the just the guy. I mean. I don't know. He seems like a pretty good dude. So it's just, it's, it's unfortunate that we get to see that kind of stuff happening, but, uh, um, all right, we'll move it on. Let's get into the news. We'll talk a uh, smash, uh, 3.0 update. Here we go. All right. So, these are, this is not a small amount of patch notes. <laughs> they gave nope. us, they gave us quite a bit of info here. So. There's actually almost two versions of patch notes. There's general patch notes and then there's fighter adjustments, patch notes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were correct. It looks like I'm looking at the, uh, yeah, you had the general ones. I went and searched and found the got, character ones and they're, the they're, ones. they're, they're both linked. If you want to find the official, like if you just search Google, you're going to find most of all of it, but these are the two official links from Nintendo um, that have all the patch notes and then the character character notes uh, breakdown by breakdown for each move that got adjusted for each character. So I don't want to break down every single fighter that'll take it'll take forever. People can go check it out. But Crawler, I know for you. Corin got to see some some buffs. How's it been going? Uh, I've been jumping into GSP like a little bit and uh, it's most noticeable with uh, how you're protected with up B because the multi hit is back. I, 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 the move had been strong, but it hadn't been reliant, like reliable. Um, so, but having the multi hit, like you can definitely notice a change with uh, up B. Uh, she still feels slow ish. Um, but let's see. I all the moves here are listed. Uh, Rango, how about you? Was there any any changes in the uh, in the characters that that affected you? Any of your 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 mains or your pockets, anything like that? Uh, quick answer: No. 
Um, <laughs> I didn't get touched. I'm very happy for that. Yeah. Wolf, Bowser, they didn't get nerfed at all. So Wolf got a slight nerf. He got a slight nerf, but nothing like so major that it's going to take him off his game. His D Smash got a slight, uh, you know, a slight slap on the wrist and the universal projectile nerf, which, you know, is only a part of Wolf's game. His ability to just wooden neutral and, you know, smother his enemy with the fares, the dash attacks, catch landings and whatnot. Wolf still is quite powerful. Um, I I sometimes dabble around with other characters, Roy, Krom, and uh, Link, and that's mostly it. So honestly, I can't really say that the patch has hit me too hard. I feel happy for the people that got the buffs that they wanted. You know, they got Korin, you got King K. Roll, you got Kirby. And I saw a few of my friends, you know, jumping for joy on social media mm-hmm. that, you know, their characters got buffed. So good for them because it adds to the pool of viable characters for those that were starting to feel that they were dying off in the tier list early. I think it's one thing really worth noting is that Nintendo seems to be going the route of buffing versus just nerfing everybody. And I love that. And I think the community loves that. I think that's kind of been the uh, kind of the resounding, you know, voice is like, hey, let's just keep buffing characters, you know, and and not not nerf them all into the ground so that, you know, (laughs) you know, then you end up I mean, who knows? You nerf too many and then you end up having one or two that are still OP. Right. And Mm -hmm. so Bayonetta and four. Right. (laughs) Let's not go back to those days. Um, I will say that I've noted the Pichu nerf. Pichu was causing a lot of problems for players in social media and that it's hit. It's, you know, the hurt box hit box, the size of the character got, you know, nerfed. So it's bigger now, easier to hit. So I can appreciate that because Pichu's offense is still going to be exceptional. It's just not going to be able to cheese its way through moves anymore. Yeah. And I think, uh, what did I see? I saw some, I saw some chic gameplay. I retweeted on Twitter, the, uh, uh, where she could actually combo, you know, yeah, she, she got a little bit of buff. Mewtwo got buffed a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, Corin, uh, Diddy has a few moves that got increased. Um, hmm. Mario's final smash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so we'll note this for like all fighters. So basic, like, these are under basic movement. So like perfect shields, no longer, Activate multiple times when the shield button is released once. Um, there's, a, I, I know I've done that on accident a few times. A perfect shield that just went, it just it dinged a few times that you. It, it, I guess it causes, uh, it causes you to maybe miss something at the end of the frames if you if it triggers that. So now it it just triggers it once, and you're you get all the way through those multi hit uh, uh, attacks. Um, it's uh they increased uh getting penalized for dodging too much so don't don't roll a lot i guess benefits (laughs) benefits the players in general especially you know those that take on a more aggressive approach they don't want to have to chase somebody that's rolling around the entire time we want to hit you and eventually eventually yeah uh and then the last one for all fighters was shorten the downtime when performing a perfect shield against projectiles Mm -hmm. uh so you can you can move in uh a little bit faster after doing that and i i saw i saw on so this came out on wednesday right yes so thursday morning i think i even saw somebody that had side by sides of 2.0 and 3.0 perfect shields and how fast you could get out and do damage especially like projectiles i saw somebody they were testing it against um uh explosive light uh, or explosive, excuse me, explosive flame from Paltana, and then um, 
some Mario fireballs, I think as well, just how quickly uh, the 3.0 patch increased wow. movement and able to get, get around and, and do more stuff. That's good. That's good. Any other, uh, any other fighter, any fighters worth noting? Hmm. Um, well, let's see. Um, I know, you know Marth, Marth much, had his, his grab, his, uh, dash grab was yeah, Marth and Roy, uh, and of course their echo fighters got, uh, dash grab buffs. And I think that's wonderful. It's very annoying when you grab shields and the grab doesn't hit. Oh yeah. So I think that's a wonderful, you know, buff. I actually thought it was for Mario because I, the way I was reading the notes, I was like, Oh, his grab got some range. And then it was for Mars. <laughs> I was like, no. Oh, uh, no. it looks like almost every character had uh, reduced power against shields implemented against them. Mega man no longer has his, uh, he, he got another frame of cool down for leaf shield, I believe. And he can no longer throw the metal blade while he has, uh, the shield. Interesting. Interesting. And then yep. throwing throwing type items can no longer be thrown when using leaf shield. Got it. Yep. Got it. So then we got the stage builder, of course, which uh, immediately uh, every junior high kid or maybe not um, just decided to draw, you know, inappropriate stuff. And <laughs> it went all over the Internet. Of course, people laughed because it's hilarious, I guess. And uh, mm-hmm. so. Then Nintendo supposedly had things in place to make that sh- make sure that didn't happen. Obviously, that didn't work. They've mm. since gone and deleted stuff, apparently. Uh, but, you know, you can build stages. And I've actually seen some very creative stages. I've seen some pretty some pretty good stages. I've seen some memes recreated. I've seen some some anime recreated. I've seen uh, somebody uh, son- Sonic Sonic one opening, opening <laughs> yeah. uh, landing page on the, the start menu. Yeah, that's pretty cool, especially with the whole movement stuff now, like that. That's what makes it kind of cool, because most of it is art in the background. But then if you want to have that, like depth perception kind of thing, you mm-hmm. can put something either in the foreground that you then move behind or even on the, the fighting platform that'll move. And it, it makes it kind of have that 3D perspective a little bit. Video editor located in the vault, right? I love that. Yeah, so it's a wonderful feature. Um, let me add to that. They put Smash World on mobile now on the Nintendo Switch Online app. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you no longer have to grab the SD card and put it in your computer. You can just upload your videos from the game and share and it'll go onto your Smash World profile automatically. And then you can use that link to put it on social media. Yeah, it's much better, much better. Huge improvement. Yes. We got 11 new spirits. Which, uh, how do you guys play spirit mode much? Uh, Rango, you play spirit mode? No, I actually finished the World of Light within the first month, 100%, and I haven't touched it since. Oh, okay. I have not touched <laughs> it once, so, you know. That's, that's, I still need to finish it, but. That's where I'm at. I think I have one spirit from Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. <laughs> right? Yeah, you, didn't even, you haven't even bought any spirit. You have probably have so many. You haven't bought any of the music, any of the me costumes, anything. You just. Yeah, you probably have so much money to be spent in that vault. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah, I've never, I've never bought a single thing. Um, and you then, need to do at least for the music. Yeah, I know. And then I can put it in my fanny pack and carry my switch yep. around and use it as a giant MP3 player. Yep. You know, that's that's what I need to do. 
let's see here. It says uh, we got we talked about uh, Smash World being on the app, and then now easier to match with players who have similar GSP as you in Quick Play. Have you guys tested this out at all? I've played a little bit of online. Um, it's mostly the same. I haven't really noticed any difference because I usually wasn't getting like really low GSP people to begin with. So, I mean, I guess for better or for worse, it's working func- It's working the way it should. So that's good. I haven't noticed any large gaps, but like I've also played a character that's about half of what my roster GSP is. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what they consider more when they do the matchmaking. If it's your current character gsp that you're grinding or if it's taking into account your your whole roster score gsp that you have um but the the matches i've played i've played maybe 10 or 12 um this weekend that was kind of it just to, so i had something to talk about to, today mm-hmm. um but it, it seemed to be closer to because i did grind corn a little bit to make sure she was my my top character again um with these buffs now and I wanted to try them out. It, it seems like I was getting players that were, were closer to my GSP. Yeah. When I, when I jumped in for the little bit that I did, it seemed like every person I played against was about a million under me, hmm. which I thought was interesting. Cause if I ended up losing, it was like, it took a huge chunk. Then if I ended up winning, I hardly got anything back. And I was like, Hmm, this is interesting. So, but a million, a million can be earned in this game. In right. Like four matches. Pretty it's quick. not that it's not crazy swings. It is crazy swings. So it's not like that outrageous to see a million. Yeah. But difference. that was, a, that was about it though. And it wasn't, I don't even, you know, if like, I don't even know that it was a full mill, like maybe 800,000, things like that. So, um, but overall, it seems like good stuff. I haven't seen anybody really freaking out online. Reddit seemed pretty mellow for the most part. So, yeah, you know, that's great. I love it when there's, you know, peace and, you know, gratitude among <laughs> the, the patches because I know Nintendo's doing the best they can. Um, you know, there's always more. There's there could be squad strike online would be a huge blessing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think just, yeah, hopefully in 4.0 or even maybe a 3.5 kind of patch, um, if we can get some some notable changes to to arenas like we've been asking for i think that would be nice yeah certainly arenas and maybe the uh some of the more the single player stuff like the um the sandbag or whatever like being able to hit that thing and that uh, that might be like we've got we got old features with with stage builder here in 3.0 so maybe 4.0 will bring back break the targets and and home run contest yeah That, that would be nice yeah, I love those mini games back in the day. Um, I will also say the stage builder, from what I've seen so far, is by far the biggest update of stage builders in this series. Because Brawl and Smash Four were like super minimal. They were the yeah minimal. <laughs> there wasn't a lot to it. And here I'm seeing these crazy looking stages with tons more assets than ever before. Yeah. So let's let's talk about everyone's Wednesday night. How how did how did your Wednesday night go, Josh? <laughs> so. Um, I will just let everybody know for a very small window. I was probably the best Joker player in the world uh, only mm-hmm. because I was the only Joker player in the world. For some reason, I had my Joker within what? Five minutes, 10 minutes. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was probably less than 10 minutes of the, of the download starting that I had the update and was ready to rock and roll and was playing 
was playing and Joker. Then, and then the servers melted. Oh, and they did. They really did. And so I think uh, it took me like an hour and a half to get mine to, to even initiate the download and then another like 15, 20 minutes to download it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was pretty brutal. Rango, how was it for you? Um, well, Wednesday was wonderful. I started by winning our second bi-weekly at our venue. There you go. Uh, first out of like 26 or so, and then went home, tried to patch the game. And of course it didn't go for hours. One point when it tried, it was like, uh, like 30 something hours before it, of course, disconnected. <laughs> yeah. And the, it wasn't, uh, it was, the eight, the 88 hours, 41 minutes or something like that kept <laughs> popping up for a lot of people. Yeah. I, I saw, I saw that at one point. Um, but yeah, when I finally got it done, I'm, I was happy. I'm, I'm happy because first off, I love Persona 5. one of the greatest JRPGs ever. Mm. It's a fantastic game. Um, but outside of just playing Joker, I went to the Memento stage to check out the music, and I was quite pleased with the musical selection. They actually included Battle Hymn of the Soul from Persona 3, and it blew my mind because I could not believe it included that song. Love it. Love it. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. All right. You guys ready to move into Ike? You guys ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do this thing. All right. Well, Rango, before we jump just fully into Ike, let's talk a little bit about you and your history with, uh, with, with the smash series. Like what, uh, you know, where did it all start for you? Okay. Um, started 1999. I was in fifth grade and it came out and I was renting it continuously from Blockbuster, of course. <laughs> uh, got into Melee, oftentimes playing CPUs, occasionally playing with my friends. Um, absolutely love both games. I consider them, you know, among my favorites. So I love nothing more than Smash. Um, Brawl came out, finally got to play online. I was just becoming aware that there's tournaments that were even a thing, but getting to play online was a huge, you know, blast. Um, fun thing is, uh, when the Japanese version came out, I had a friend that invited me to his place so I could go play the ISO of the Japanese version. So there you go. You know, in a sense, I'm the original Ike main. I was the first, you know, person here that played Ike and said, "I'm going to main this character." Love it. Only was a while before i actually mained him but you know i would eventually become that main love is purple color is my favorite um so you know i played online i played on allisbrawl.com i'm sure a number of people remember that site it was a great social media website for finding matches on ranked ladders and so forth met a lot of cool people some of which i still keep in contact with on twitter mm. um got into my first tournament at this place called tc all because of a trip to pizza hut and the owner knew about the TC. So go to Brawl tournaments, take second in my first one, take first in my second tournament. Uh, Ike nice. versus Snake surprisingly did well. Drew Lombardi, that guy was amazing. Um, and then, you know, eventually I got, I fizzled out of Brawl. Brawl was, you know, kind of broken, jank, unbalanced, not just for Meta Knight for a number of reasons. Uh, phased out of that, played it for casually. Smash 4 brought me back in and I really, really wanted a tournament scene. So I contacted some TOs or uh, venue owners said, you know, I'd like to do this thing at Christmas, see if we can get a scene going. It jump started and we've been hosting tournaments in Augusta ever since. And it also was the reason that I started going into 
bigger tournaments. So uh, taking fourth at Momocon, my first major mm. regional at the time, was you know like a big jumpstart to my career. Or even before that, uh, playing 3DS All Is Brawl on a ranked match and beating Zero Two O. Oh wow! So yeah, you know I've got a lot of history with Smash Ultimate. Here I am. After a certain point, I you know I watched this video called Crimean Sonata by Kirk. And his Ike video was one of the biggest things that seemed to me as an Ike man. Like, it really inspired me. But moreover, uh, Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn, wonderful games. That's where I'm a real Ike fan. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Well, that's cool. Are you excited for the new uh, Fire Emblem coming out this summer, then? Absolutely. Yeah. Huge fan of the series. Love it. Cool. Cool, man. Well, hey, let's, uh, let's break down Ike. All right. What, let's talk his neutral game. Better than ever. He barely had approach tools in the last two Smash games. He was low tier in both of them. I would actually argue he was bottom 10 in Smash 4. Uh, he didn't have the quick draw hitbox that he has now. He had worse uh, like hit lag, and it just didn't really feel rewarding at all to use in the past games. Now, you can run up, you can detail, you can do quick draw. Um, you have uh, Raw Bear, for instance. Um, the thing is, Ike's Nair is what really drives this character for sure. Um, you can kind of call it an anti-neutral. It's not a ground option. It's to punish all ground options. Isn't, so isn't he known as that. Nair the character? Isn't that his name? Nair the character? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lot of them if you think about it. You've got Link, you've got... Uh, Palatina. Palatina, absolutely. Damn, how could I forget that one? It's <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful forget. move. But yeah, you know, it's... It, it takes out so many approach options. And then of course, if you've got somebody that's like jumping around in the air and you want to punch their landing, you're just going for quick draw and you know, that side B resets the neutral, puts them at disadvantage. And then there you go. It's got a big hitbox. It'll either trade or hit. And oftentimes if you just don't charge it and you hit their shield, they still can't punish you. Mm. Let's talk about his approach tools. Um, so you use quick draw to get in cover dis close distance. And, you know, if you hit, you get the, uh, you put them at disadvantage. Um, you've got D-Tilt as a good ranged, you know, run and neutral option. Um, you've got Rar Bear. You want to jump in, hit him, and then hit him while they're jumping. One of the most common things that people do on the ledge when they get back up is jump. They'll shield and they'll try and bait out a dash grab and they'll jump away. So you can just run up and bear them instead. So you've got Bear, Side B. Tilt, and then of course, if you're jumping in, Nair. Got it. Got it. Yeah, he can be. I mean, and he doesn't have to hit you all that many times. It doesn't seem like. <laughs> no, he's got several confirms. Um, I'll I'll break it down like this: around the ninety percent margin, you can start going for Nair. You wear Nair Bear. Um, once your opponent is out of that kill window, which is around one twenty percent, you could just kill them with up tilt or U tilt, and then once they hit maybe one fifty or so will end them you could just sneeze on them at that point <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah so let's talk combos what are you going to do for combo game with ike i always start with d uh d throw you throw isn't the combo tool that it used to be so d throw follow up with ur um ur is a lot easier to hit with than fair because you don't have to worry about following with the di as much you can just dash in ur and then go from there uh, on larger characters on platform stages, you can do D throw, you air, hop to the platform, and then you air them again. Um, 
Nair combos into itself. Early percent, you could do Nair, uh, Nair, U-Tilt. Um, of course, you got your kill confirms, Nair, you were Nair Bear at 90 plus percent. Um, D-Tilt to fair doesn't work like it used to anymore, especially at low percents. So if you pop somebody with a D-Tilt between 0 and 30, you're probably going to want to hold off and just bait their next move. Just read them out. Because if you go for that fair, they're going to air dodge it, and then they're going to come and punish you instead. Got it. Um, but yeah, Nair's your bread and butter combo tool. Nair uh, to pretty much anything he's got. Or if you really want to get crafty, you can do Nair and charge up a smash in case they dodge into it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> and as a tech chase option, you can do like an F throw. And depending on the tech chase, you can just follow both the, with the side B and do some extra damage. I see. Okay. And then let's talk his finishers. Nair to Uware, Nair to Bear, between 90 to 120%, all on average, of course. It varies for weight, varies for character, DI, and so sure. forth, but those are the two. Fair Nair, Fair, no, Fair, Bear, Fair Uware. Um, after 120%, you want to go for F tilts and U tilts once they're out of that kill percent range. And then after 150, the Fair. Um, and of course, when you're on a platform stage like Battlefield, for instance, you don't want to forget that he's got uh, combos off the platforms as well when you do like dethrow you were or nair you were and so forth okay how's he do what what do you like to do as far as uh edge guarding believe it or not not eruption Mm. um as a matter of fact most of the time i don't even like getting off the stage um i put himself in a horribly prone position due to his recovery and somebody can just reverse that and edge guard you and kill you instead um i prefer to ledge trap so you know, on those rare occasions where it's okay to eruption, somebody like Joker or Lucario, somebody with a really predictable recovery, you do that. Never on the very corner of the stage, just a little bit under the stage. So if they try to go under the stage, you get them, or the fire pillar gets them from outward. So always want to keep that measurement in mind. Um, detail, also two frames. So you've got that as an option. Um, when they snap the ledge, Nair. Nair is wonderful, whether you're facing them or facing away from them, because the tail end will hit. You can confirm into a bear. Um, but you never want to like keep throwing it out, because it's not it's not that fast to do repeatedly, like wolves, for instance, because you'll, they'll punish you after the first one. So what I like to do is I'll do like a Nair, and then I'll wait. And then I can bait out their next, you know, read out their next option, and then go from there. Um, or, e- or even if they didn't take action then their invincibility is probably worn off by that point and you're going to catch them anyway right exactly and the other thing to do is be at a safe distance read out the recovery so you're not going for nair you're just waiting them out and depending on what they do you can detail them into a fair or you can just have tilt them and kill them after 120 or so maybe maybe less than that on the ledge i'd say maybe 100 so he kind of mentioned his recovery it's it's still bad um you know i've got plenty of battle scars fighting fatality and knowing exactly where to use the dare on his on the apex of the uh ether for a free kill mm-hmm. um it, it's much better in the falcon matchup don't worry uh we saw that from mk leo and fatality at genesis um but yeah nightmarish dare spikes for free with so many characters on ike's uh, ether was awful. Uh, the added hitbox on quick draw makes it less likely that somebody's going to try and just bear you for free. Donkey Kong players loved to bear the quick draw in Smash 4 and just get a free hit and kill. Um, much harder to actually hit through because 
again, bigger hitbox. Air dodge makes a world of difference. You no longer have to just have two options. You have a third. And I can't stress that enough. Um, the best thing to do is not go for the ledge when you're recovering with like uh, any neutral stage. You might want to, or any platform stage, any platform stage, you want to like side B to a platform. And you okay. don't always have to go for the ledge. You go for a platform. If you're at the right height, you auto-cancel, you're safe. Um, but mix it up. You don't want to just go for that ledge. Go for the platform or just keep charging it. Go onto the platform and then you go for the ledge. And then uh, when you get on there, one of the options you can just throw you through immediately. If they didn't grab you, uh, you can you can armor through uh, smash hits. And oh. not only that, you're going to take 20 damage off them for hitting you while doing ether. Got it. Got it. Let's talk stages. Are you going to typically go with stages that have platforms? Uh, it really depends. And here's what I did at my last monthly. Um, I fought my bracket demon, Benny and the Jets, arguably the best Rob in the world. Uh, at least in my opinion. People will say it's 8-bit man. I think it's Benny. Um, and what I did when we fought this time was I banned triplats because I knew that I would do better on flat stages but I didn't want any kind of interference in case he started camping me under the stage or under the platforms. Right. Mm -hmm. So he, I noticed on one of the, one of our games, he took me to Lilat and I'm like, okay, so Lilat's bad. Lilat is very bad. He definitely won on that. So we are taking that out completely. So I banned Lilat. <laughs> right. Yeah. I used to ban Kalos a lot because Ike hits the platform during an ether. If you're trying to retreat back to the ledge during recovery, but it's not so bad, honestly. Um, and then during our second set, I was getting caught on Smashville pretty hard. So that's when I learned, okay, now I'm just going to ban Smashville and Lilat. And in doing so, I just let him take me to Yoshi's story. And I actually had advantage because of the platform combos. Um, so they do help. But again, I think it's character dependent. Um, neutral stages like Unova, Kalos, and Pokemon Stadium 2 are, of course, good. They're not really going to favor one or the other. Platform stages are definitely good against characters like Bowser. Um, who does not like triplats, but you also don't want to get juggled by Warrior Crom. Um, and that's where you want to start going to flat or neutral stages. Got it. Got it. Okay. You've kind of mentioned a little bit, but let's just kind of talk just Ike's bread and butter. Like what's, what's some of the bread and butter with Ike? Um, Hmm. Uh, I, a lot of that's character dependent, for instance, you know, matchup dependent campers, you don't want to just go in ham on them. You want to actually breed them out. Uh, aggressive characters like Incineroar. Uh, I don't want anybody to hate me with this, but I Incineroar is totally free, by the way, because he's got stubby limbs and Ike's just outranging him. Close range characters, you have a lot more leeway to just nair them if they make a mistake. Um, so you want to not just go ham on offense. I learned that the hard way. You're not Roy. You're not Crom. You want to be a bit more reserved in your approach. And when you strike them, strike hard and keep the pressure on them. So whether you're getting neutral with detail with quick draw or Nair, um, you know, get the jungles that you can. Uh, get your Nairs into yours. They're in the air. And when they're in the air, depending on the character, you'll either want to chase them down and throw out you errors to kind of like bait them, but like don't lose disadvantage or don't lose advantage. Mm. They're in the air. Uh, 
low enough to actually hit them. But if you they land, you land with them, so they can't get advantage and start juggling you. Um, certain characters have super high, you know, aerial mobility, like Yoshi. You don't want to just go chasing him around on the stage because he's just going to bait you into a trap. Um, other characters like Bowser, you kind of want to hound them. Just watch out for the dare, of course. Um, but just keep juggling them as much as you can. So, um, I've I've added yeah. one more question because I think sure. it's kind of a, I think it's kind of a good one to uh, um, to ask for each character. And you've kind of touched on it some, but like, what are you say are some of the poorest matchups for Ike? Now, this is a good question because I feel this data fluctuates all the time. Okay. Um, a lot, largely from personal experience. Um, a couple of months ago, I would have told you that Link was one. Um, I lost to our local Link Zahir uh, with Ike, and I felt really bad. We 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 played it the biweekly. I lost game one with Ike, and I switched to Bowser. Uh, turns out I ended up winning the last couple of times we played straight with Ike. Mm. So I'm like, maybe Ike doesn't do so badly against Link. And the same with Benny when I finally managed to win a, a tournament that he was at and, you know, eliminate him. I was like, maybe Ike doesn't do so badly against Rob like I initially thought. So it started cutting the pool. So, you know, in the past, I've struggled with Fox. I've struggled with Greninja. Um, those two can be a pain. I honestly don't think Pichu and Pikachu, as far as I've seen so far, are bad. Ike doesn't have the horrible matchups that he used to back in Smash 4. Sheik, Diddy, and Cloud were like minus three. They were untouchable. Mm. Okay. Um, like those, those are like Leo, Leo switches to Lucina against Pichu and Pikachu, though, doesn't he? I haven't kept track of his uh, play lately, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. I do. I have seen his fights with uh, Light, and... Fox looks very nasty for Ike still, but I also think that that matchup might still be underdeveloped because if I can win against Link and Rob, then maybe Fox isn't completely out of the picture either. So I think it's still worth experimenting. Um, if you're in the situation where you start losing to one, though, there's no shame in using a secondary counterpick because Smash is obviously a counterpick heavy title and you don't want to just limit yourself to one character. What? So, <laughs> i'm serious it's actually saved my butt a couple of times um but yeah long story short as far as the matchups go uh, like i said fox and greninja roy and lucina can be up there because they can just counter your ether but if you can win neutral against them then you can just start beating the crap out of them too so got it got it all right well hey man thank you for taking the time to do this i really i really appreciate it Wow. Um, honestly, thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm sorry I was a little talk heavy. I tend to get into lecture mode and start yeah. rambling. No, that's, uh, why we have, that's, that's why we have specialists come on so yeah. that they can talk about their character. Yeah, that's yeah. We, we need we need the experts because we are not. So uh, where where can people find you online? Uh, Twitter, Rango SSB uh, on Instagram is Rango the Mercenary. Um, I think my YouTube channel has my old name, Ognar Pliskin. Uh, <laughs> work on that. Gotta work on that branding, man. <laughs> I am. Uh, that's part of being a communications major. Um, I want to get out there. I want to get sponsored again. Shout outs to Olympus Esports. They're a wonderful sponsor. I was with them for about a little over half a year. And uh, Round 3 Gaming, the guy that puts on our fusion tournaments where we brought Florida and the Carolinas out for a Georgia tournament once. Oh, so, cool. you know, they've always been good to me and I want to have that open communication, be transparent with a potential sponsor so I can start getting myself to major tournaments again. There you go. So there you branding, go. I'd like to do, uh, what's a 
content creation, but I'm very slow on that for YouTube, unfortunately. (laughs) So I just contribute what I can to matchups. I'm on the Ike Discords. I'll give matchup advice and so forth and little matchup details on Twitter. Cool. Awesome. And Crawler, where can we find you? Uh, You guys can find me hanging out in Josh's Discord, n64josh.com slash Discord to get you the invite. Uh, Also on Twitch and Twitter, Nightcrawler724, Nightcrawler's without the E. Look for uh, look for some streams this week. I'll uh, definitely be getting my new computer set up and uh, looking to get some uh, some streams in. So I'll see you guys there. Awesome, guys! You can follow me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. It's all it's all N six four Josh. Uh, let's see. You can follow this show at Smash Bros Cast on Twitter. The music you're hearing right now is the Metal Melee theme. And you can check out the full video by going to n64josh.com slash metal melee. And if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash SBC. The chair I'm sitting in from OPC. Go to n64josh.com slash OPC to automatically save $10 at checkout. Guys, if you are in the Discord and you want to get some matches with Rango, just tag him. If he's got time, I'm sure he'd uh, I'm sure he'd love to play. He is he is hanging out in the in the n64josh Discord, so um I, I I actually I, I want to get some matches with him. So uh, Rango, I may be hitting you up. So hope you hope you're cool with that, buddy. Um, yeah, um, just just find me. Uh, just tag me. I'm not always going to be available over the classes Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, but just hit me up with a PM if you ever want to play. Um, I I'm always you know happy to offer advice as well to players that are seeking critique as well. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We're all, we're all learning in there. So it's, it's uh, great having you as a resource, man. I appreciate it. So uh, can I say one more thing? Yeah. Um, Check out nerdbyte.com. It's the site that I write gaming reviews and articles for. I also do a little bit of gaming journalism, the good kind. And I would like to get more of my work out there for people that are, you know, wanting to play games like Dragon Quest 11. Cool. All right, guys. Later. Thanks for having me.